welcome back to Too Smart for This. It's me, Alexis Barber, back with another solo episode for you all today. Today I want to talk about a concept. I've been trying to record this episode. I've recorded it like so many times and I feel like I just can't get the structure right. If it's a little scattered, bear with me. This is a concept I've been playing with and trying to figure out for myself recently. So we will just jump into it. I got back from Europe like a month or something ago and I immediately on the plane back, I was like, I'm going to do so much when I get home. I'm going to have this routine where I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and work out and do all my walking, do all my content. I'm going to post three times a day on every single platform. I'm going to do all these things. And I noticed like I do this very often. So I would do this for every incoming new quarter at school. I would do this for every week at my job. I would do this for every new month of the year where I would put these standards on myself like doing some random task every single day and making sure that I was 100%, you know, all in on whatever new habit I had wanted to build. And I would obviously fall short because life happens. And something would happen like I didn't recognize how much time something was going to take or I would be invited to an event last minute or my boyfriend would need me, or my family would need me, or my friends wanted to do an impromptu trip somewhere. And I was really hurting my own self-confidence because every month, every time I set these crazy goals for myself, I wouldn't be able to accomplish them. And then I would start to look at myself as someone who's not consistent or believed that I wasn't worthy because I wasn't accomplishing every single thing I'd set out to accomplish for myself. So I think that this obsession with like having a routine that's perfect definitely came from a few different areas. The first is like productivity culture, obviously. I feel like if you can't do something perfectly, then why aren't you going to do it? Then don't do it at all. Like with working out, for example, it was like, if you don't work out seven seven days a week, then what's the point in working out two days a week if you can't do it all seven? It doesn't make any sense. But this is how my brain has been operating for the past 24 years. So let's just be honest. Like, I don't know if you guys feel this way or if you know what I'm talking about, where you're like, if I can't just do it perfectly, I'm just not going to do it at all. Or if I can't do it consistently, I'm not going to do it at all. I'm over here just creating this, this suffering for myself. And another area that I think it came from was growing up in a super chaotic household. I mean, eight kids. 29 cousins. Like my mom was really young. Like we had so much going on at all times that I was always just craving like a sense of routine and stability. And I mean, even no matter what you do when you have eight kids, that's not possible to have like complete stability. So I just always had been craving that. And so I would try to create it for myself in this way and inevitably repeat the same cycle over and over. And so when it got to be halfway through this past month, I looked up one day and I had just done my like planning for the week and I got invited to an event last minute and I looked up and Jeff was sitting with me and I looked at Jeff and I was like, it's never going to be balanced. I'm never going to hit the routine. I think I'm going to hit every single week, day, month. It's just never going to happen. And I mean, part of this 
realization is coming from the fact that one, for the past four months, I've been doing this to myself where I set up a crazy plan for the month. It doesn't happen. So I do it the next month. And then the other part of it was looking at the next two years of going to business school and being like, wait, like my weekday month time, like business school is just going to be a whirlwind. I mean, you're not taking the same classes every day for two years. You're not seeing the same people every day for two years. Like it's going to be a lot of impromptu stuff and it's going to be a lot of changing schedules. And I was like, wait, as much as I have been in love with the concept of routine and I love my morning routine and my evening routine, I have to detach myself from these routines and create a better way to show up for myself and reframe my concept of consistency so that I can stop putting this unnecessary pressure on who I am, what my goals are, and what I want. Those two realizations sort of had me in this place where it's like, wait, it's never going to be balanced. So what can I do to feel comfortable and safe in my own body? What can I do to make sure I'm still showing up for myself and I'm being my best self, getting everything done, but in a more flexible manner that can not, you know, create more negativity in my mind, create more spirals, but in fact, create more, you know, self-love and create more space for me to feel and be myself. So I started taking a look at this and thinking about how I want to structure my time going forward in my life. And I came up with this sort of like framework for how I'm thinking about this. I feel like coming from a place where I was always focused on routine and being perfect all the time, I know that that's a self-sabotaging trait. So I had to really think about, okay, how am I going to avoid self-sabotage? How am I going to set goals and actually stick to them? How am I going to prioritize my time? So I've spent the last like month sort of doing a lot of self-reflection on what I want that all to look like. So here's the four steps that I am personally following here. So one is setting a goal. So obviously you need to know what your goals are. And within that, you've got to set up your priorities. So like my goal, for example, at business is to go to business school, right? But within that, what are my priorities when I'm actually there? When I am asked if I need to do content creation or go to a class, what's the answer going to be? So setting your priorities. The third is reframing what consistency means for you. And the fourth is setting personal policies. So personal policies, I think, is a cuter way of saying boundaries, but we're just going to get, we're just going to roll with it. You know what I'm saying? So with these four steps, here's how I'm approaching it personally and and you guys can copy this if you want to in your own lives, lives, in your own lives, coming up with your goals. So this is pretty easy for most people. We kind of know what we want. We know what we're interested in. But in every area of your life, the areas I like to think about are my personal like mental health, my personal physical health, my relationship, and then my relationships with my loved ones. I think I like to differentiate between like my relationship with Jeff and then my relationship with loved ones because it's a different experience. And then my finances and then my career. And so in those like six-ish areas of my life, I have different goals for different things. And I have to be more honest with myself about what those look like. So I'm like, okay, in my career, my goal is this, this, and this. And how does my career compare to my fitness goals at the moment. And so I have to start looking at those and integrating them together. But 
One of my career goals is to grow the podcast. One of my relationship goals is to have a date night with my partner every single week. And what that really means is to stay connected to my partner during my transition to business school. So all these little things like this, which are our overarching goals. And it's like, we know that this is what we want and we're not going to limit ourselves in what that is. But then what you have to do, which is, this is kind of the hard part, is prioritize those goals. So when I looked at my life for the next two years, I was thinking, okay, what's my priorities right now? I made a list of all the different areas in my life that exist. So there will be classwork, there'll be clubs, there'll be traveling and hanging out with people and social events. There's going to be content creation. There's going to be YouTube. There's going to be my um, side hustles in other areas and other projects I'm working on. All these things, I wrote them out. And then I thought about how I'm going to prioritize them. And what might shock you here is that I decided to prioritize social connection and my content creation over my relationship and my classwork at business school, for example. So connecting with people is really important, and this is the only time I'm really going to be able to have this. So it's important to me that I put that as well as like my major income sources and my career as a creator first before classwork, because in this situation, classwork doesn't matter as much. If you are curious or confused about that, just go listen to the last episode, the last Sunday solo episode where I talk about why this is. And my relationship is very important to me, 100%, but he and I even talked about this where I was like, I love you, but sometimes I'm going to have to not see you for a couple weeks because I'm going to be busy working and connecting with people and making the most of business school. And, you know, that was a conversation that had to be had. And I'm lucky to have a supportive partner who understands that. But it's something that you have to sit and recognize before you get thrown into a world where you have to prioritize or you're asked to do two things and you don't know which one is more important to you in that moment. When you have these priorities, it's so much easier to make a choice. So another priority, my fitness and health is also in those top three priorities. So we're looking at it as social media career, business school networking, and fitness. Those are my top three. And by fitness, I really just mean overall health, not fitness. You know what I mean? But my health is so important to me and I can't let it go. I have MS. Like I have to put my health first. If I am in that situation, sometimes I'm going to be asked, are you going to work out today or are you going to post on social media? And sometimes it's like, you only have those 30 minutes. Which one is it going to be? And my health is going to have to come first. So it's important for us to sit down and make these priority lists. Obviously, we hope that we can get them all in. We hope that we can get it all done. But prioritization is the number one way for us to be more honest with ourselves and for us to feel more comfortable when we're put in situations like I had a couple weeks ago where I was like, oh, there's never going to be balance. I just got invited to this brand event. It's more important to me than having two hours to do XYZ tomorrow. So I'm going to go. And so you have to think about it in that way. And it's really helpful if you, one, write out your priorities and have them like saved in your notes app on your phone or something like that. So that when you do have to make a hard decision, you can just reference it easily. And two, when I feel really overwhelmed with my to-do list for the day, I mean, I did this literally yesterday because I just got back from travel and I was like, oh my God, there's so much to do. And I wrote out everything on my to-do list and then I prioritized them. So 
What we used to do at Google was we used to do P0, P1, and P2. So priority zero, as in if this does not get done immediately, it's going to be bad. And then priority one is once zero is done, then we can move on to one. And P2 was kind of like not a huge priority, but if we have time for it, we'll get to it. And so every day or every time I'm feeling really overwhelmed, I create that priorities list and that really helps me tackle my to-do list and feel way more confident with everything that gets done. That's step two is set your priorities within the context of your goals. So a way to execute on these priorities and to feel a lot more comfortable with yourself and to know and give yourself space in areas that you're going to need it is to set personal policies. Some personal policies are things like, I don't go out more than three nights a week, which is crazy that that's about to be my life. I can't even deal with it. I barely go out now. So it's like, or I don't drink on weeknights. Um, A personal policy could be that I call my mom every Tuesday, no matter what. There's habits that you don't have to necessarily do every single day, but they sort of guide you and help you feel your best. So the easiest way to give an example with this is with working out, which is like, say a personal policy for me is that I go to the gym four days a week, no matter what. That's something you're capable of. If you're willing to, in your priorities list, say that fitness is above all, then that works out and then you are more easily able to feel comfortable with making that decision and deprioritizing other areas of your life. Another personal policy that I definitely want to implement is that I post on social media or I shoot content once a week, no matter what, when I'm in business school. We have classes off on Fridays. I was feeling really nervous about getting all of my content done while I was in school. So when I talked to my manager about this, she was like, oh, well, then what you should do is like set one day a week that's like for content, edit it, get it all ready to go and drafted so that you can be consistent because at the end of the day, this is your job and you've going to have to show up for it. So that's a personal policy, which means that maybe I'm not going to be able to stay out till 4 a.m. on a Thursday night with my friends because the next morning I'm going to have to get up and do my job. But I know that before, so I'm comfortable making that sacrifice because I know why I'm doing it because I had my priorities and I had my goals. Other personal policies can just be like little things. Like I like to have a salad for lunch every day or I don't order in other than on the weekends or I really don't like flying certain airlines. They're just little personal things where you're like, this is what makes me feel my best and I'm going to stick to it. But defining them is really empowering for some reason and really helps you approach your newfound, you know, chaotic life that we all are living with some sort of structure, but it's not structure that's going to debilitate you. It's like, yeah, that's my personal policy. And it's important to remember, it's not always going to feel that way. I might end up staying out till 4am on a Thursday night and still needing to do content in the morning, but feeling hungover, you know, like, you know what, we try our best, but personal policies are really, I'm getting really excited about building mine. And the final part of this is reframing what consistency means to us. So consistency is something that you guys ask lots of questions for me to me about. And I, as I said at the beginning of this episode, would constantly be asking myself to do things in a consistent way. But I defined consistency as doing something every single day. And it sort of felt like an all or nothing mindset where if I didn't do it every single day, then it wasn't really worth it. And what I've recognized is that we need to reframe what consistency means to us 
based on our previous actual consistent, you know, based on our previous actual executions of whatever we're trying to be consistent with. So for example, if you want to be consistent with posting on social media and you view that consistency as posting seven days a week, yes, I am talking to myself, but you realistically have posted one time a week for the past two years, then what you need to do is be like, I consistently post one time a week. I'm going to get myself to post consistently three times a week. And once I get there, then I can think about what it means otherwise. So for me, my consistency on Instagram, for example, I always was feeling bad or feeling like a bad creator because I didn't have something to post on reels, stories, etc. seven days a week. But instead, I decided to reframe that where if I can post three to four times a week consistently, that's good enough for me. And so sometimes it means looking at our past and seeing the actual data of what we've accomplished, and then maybe making some tweaks where you can do something that you know you can do. Because if you don't have a plan or you don't believe that you can do something, you're likely not going to do it. So if you know you have a plan to do something and you can do it, then you're much more likely to accomplish it. Then your confidence in yourself is higher, etc. I think that a lot of us put our hold ourselves to insane standards because we know we won't hit them so that we can be more upset with ourselves afterwards because we're used to being negative and down on ourselves. But it's way better for you to ask yourself to do something one time a week instead of asking yourself to do something five times a week and then doing it each time. And that's going to create more momentum for you to get there anyway. Another area that I switched up this concept of consistency was working out. And now I've gotten to a place where I work out a little bit more consistently. In the beginning of the year when I was trying to do that, it wasn't like I'm going to do this five times a week. It was like, I'm going to do this twice and that's good enough. And I'm going to do this three times and that's good enough. Or with water intake, that's another thing. Or with my supplement intake. It was like, I'm going to do this X times a week and hope that it gets there. But I don't have to be upset with myself for not being, quote, as consistent because I know based on my schedule what I can and can't actually accomplish. So looking at our data to inform our actual consistency capacity is very important and will help you feel so much more confident in yourself. So my final little tip here is to, as much as you possibly can, have check-ins with yourself on a regular basis. So the number one thing you should do consistently, that you should do every day, week, month, etc., is check in with yourself. This is important for me. Sometimes the checking in with yourself doesn't have to mean that it's a whole like three-hour brainstorm about life. It can be I'm in an Uber on the way back from the airport and I'm going to look at my calendar and make sure that it looks okay for this week and that's it. So these check-ins are the best way for you to actually get things done because Every night, like just looking at your calendar, the biggest game changer in my life is every night looking at my calendar for the next day, making a to-do list for the next day, even prioritizing it if I have time, and then laying out my clothes, etc. I like to do this while I'm brushing my teeth. So it's like a habit stacking thing, like from Atomic Habits. While I'm brushing my teeth, I go and lay out my clothes for the morning. Usually it's just like a workout set because I'm going to walk or go to the gym. But right before that or right after that, I will open up my Google Calendar, make a plan for the day, 
put all of my like tasks in Google Tasks, write them in the Notes app, write them on paper if I feel overwhelmed about it. And that way I can go to bed. Sometimes I do this, sometimes I don't, like visualizing what the next day is going to look like so that I can feel more confident that I can get everything done and that I can have a good time, that I can be present. So have, making that time for myself every day, it's five minutes. It's five minutes and it makes a world of difference because when you wake up in the morning, you don't know why you woke up that early. You don't know what your plan is for the day. You are confused as to like what you actually need to do to make a big change in your day. You don't know what your priorities are. That just sets you up for a feeling of being chaotic and you can't live like that. Checking in once daily is necessary. I like to do once weekly to sort of get a feel for the week. And at that time, I like to say to myself, I know, I know that everything this week is not going to go to plan, but I'm still going to check in and have a good blueprint. And then once monthly to make sure your life is together. So monthly, I like to look at the calendar, see what travel is coming up, see what big things are coming up. Oftentimes I got to do this because I got to plan my outfits for things, girls. Yeah, it's annoying. So, and sometimes every month I like to do a check-in on like how I've been doing in my career goals, stuff like that. It doesn't always happen. That's more of like a quarterly thing where I'm like really checking in with myself. But once monthly to make sure your life is together is super crucial. And overall, having these little regular check-ins is just so, so important. And you don't have to feel bad about yourself because you don't have to set insane goals at this time. You just have to say, what's working? What's not? Let's tweak. Let's refine. And let's get to a place where we're feeling good on a daily basis. So that is my balance is not possible, but you know, self-care and self-love still is episode. I really appreciate you guys listening. I hope that siren isn't bothering you too much. And as you know, every week we're giving away a too cozy robe to those of you who sign up at the email list in our show notes. So if you win, you'll just get an email from me every week and you only have to enter once and you'll be entered in for a long time. Additionally, we are launching our terry cloth robe very, very, very soon. And you can sign up to be at the the first access to the robe in our show notes as well. It's a limited quantity, so I would highly recommend signing up for the email list. It comes with a super fun surprise that you guys are going to love. It has all the same functionality as our too cozy robe. So make sure you are signed up in the email list down below. Of course, if you need a daily dose of some sort of, you know, positivity, then make sure you are subscribed to our daily affirmation texts. Every day I send out something really cute to start your morning to give you a little reminder that you are that girl, you are comfortable, you can do whatever you need to do, and your life is yours. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. If you liked it, make sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It really helps the show grow. Share it with people that you know and love. Share it with people that you think would benefit from the show. And I hope you guys have a fabulous day. And don't forget, you are too smart to not love yourself.